Hello friends, welcome back to Destructo Discourse Origins. This is a Dragon Ball Rewatch podcast covering the original Dragon Ball anime. I'm your host Jason, and joining me on the Discourse this week are Matt. Pleased to kill you. And Melissa. Guns are useless. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Somebody said it. <laughs> um, how y'all feeling this week? I... I'm excited to meet um, the guy that we're going to meet this, uh, yeah. this time around. Yes. Um, I, this feels like a bridge towards more like Dragon Ball Z type Dragon Ball. Yeah. 100%. When, so when people think, oh man, Dragon Ball, they really are glossing over like maybe 80 to 90% of it and just remembering <laughs> like a few key bits. And I feel like mm-hmm. this is one of the bits. Does that make it's, sense? It's, yeah. Thousand percent, one of the bits. Yeah, yeah. There's a, we we have gone through some broth and we have hit a nice we've hit a nice little tender chunk of chicken. Mm. <laughs> um, but before we get into it, I do have a question for all of you. In these episodes, uh, one of my favorite dumb TV tropes happens, uh, called pocket protector. <laughs> um, where uh, in fiction you. At a crucial moment, a stray, usually a bullet from a villain, will be fired at a character, and that character will be saved by something in their pocket. Usually it's like a Bible or yeah. a mm-hmm. It's always badge, plot relevant. It's always or, something special. Yeah, or like a locket with like their loved ones in it. And um, I just wanted to I just wanted to open up the floor. Tell me if you had a pocket protector. What would it be? Or maybe name a pocket protector for any other various Dragon Ball characters that come to mind. Hmm. I... Hmm. Well, Kame just has his shell, right? That doesn't count. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like he would be protected just by turning around. (laughs) (laughs) Bulma definitely a thousand percent would have the dragon radar. I mean, yeah. And Vegeta one thousand percent would have a lock with Bulma's picture in it. Aww. For sure. Like the bullet wouldn't do anything to him, but he would still it would still hit right. that. Yeah. 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 And he'd be more he'd be less angry that you destroyed the locket and more embarrassed that you exposed the fact that he has a locket. Right. Mm-hmm. Hope you're enjoying this background noise. <laughs> there's, a, there's a, there's a, there's a tussle behind. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, my problem is that um, I'm a girl and therefore I am not given real pockets. So mm. um, I'm just gonna die, I guess. <laughs> guess I'll just die. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm seriously just sitting here. Like, is there anything I can say other than my fucking phone? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, this would. This is in a fiction where you're a hard-boiled detective with like a cool jacket or something with a pocket. Oh, okay, okay. Which, um, hmm. which, which Sailor Moon transformation trinket would 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 be catching a stray, uh, a stray <laughs> shell? Uh, um, maybe like. Neptune's mirror. 
Ooh, bounce it back. Yeah. That'll get him. Yeah. Though then you're you're robbed of the moment of where they think you're dead. Mm-hmm. Because they'll instead they're just being shot by their own thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's like that moment of confusion where like I fall over from the like concussive force of it <laughs> the impact. Uh-huh. and then yeah. they fall over too and everybody's like what just happened <laughs> oh that's actually pretty good yeah mm. what what hit him uh i think i think mine would just be volume one of one piece so i can because i'm always, i'm always just carrying it around just to like be like have you read one piece that, yeah that's <laughs> have, you know, have you spread it have you door heard door. the good word you're when you when you visit hotels you're leaving volume one you're leaving romance dawns in the uh in the nightstands uh-huh it's it's gideon's one piece you can't you can't call tyler out like that when he's not here to defend himself <laughs> Well, shit, I would probably put my, uh, my recently modded 3DS as, as the, as the target, because it's just, that's, that's the, that's within grabbing distance, and I, I wouldn't, it doesn't hold significant, like, sentimental value per se, but I will be mad that now I have to go find a new 3DS on eBay. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be like a week long process. I'll, I'll be pretty I'll be pretty cross. Let me just put, it, put you <laughs> that way. I'm pretty miffed, I think. I think a I think a good um, uh, like sentimental answer mm-hmm. um, would be if you carried around like the tag of a beloved pet with you. Oh. oh. And you, you're saved. <gasps> yeah. And they saved you. Saved Aww. by 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 Snowball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I. Hmm. Now, oh, now I gotta come up with one, huh? <laughs> I was saved by by the the very same spoon that my that my dear grandmother used to to feed to, to feed me the the, the various flavors of. Of Gerber's baby food and those, those long winters. <laughs> what was that? What was that voice? I don't know. I'm a little scared. Just the little rural boy. <laughs> Grandmama. <laughs> your inner your inner voice is just a little rural boy. I just have like an I just have like an inner Heidi, right? Like just a. Just a little Swiss mountain girl, ready to ready uh-huh. to pop out and just fetch some water from the well in the back. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Before before hanging out, before hanging the the gingham gowns to dry on the line. You know, just a humble day's work. Yeah, I'm a I'm a humble milkmaid <laughs> of anime. What? No, let's just, <laughs> let's just let's just talk about Dragon Ball, right? <laughs> this is uh, uh, episode 20 of our recording, but we are going to be going over episodes 59, nope, 58, 59, mm-hmm. and 60 of Dragon Whew. Ball. Good, I watched the right Sorry. ones. Sorry, I, th- <laughs> I just gave you a shock. Jump scares. Uh-huh. And we are in the, uh, uh, we'll, we'll just call it here, the end of the General Blue Saga. 
according right. to the wiki. <laughs> That's definitely um, an accurate way of putting it. And the start of what the wiki refers to as the Red uh, Commander Red Saga. So we're reaching the denouement of Red Ribbon, which is fun. Yeah. The, this is kind of a kind of a tangent, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's not really the Red Ribbon arc right now. No. It's kind of the the we'll get to it, but yeah. I uh do in the Japanese version because I was noticing it this week does blue have a classification because I feel like they always call him blue I thought he was just general they they always say blue and so I didn't know if general was just something that the dub added hmm huh the 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 goons in the dub do always call him General Blue. Mm-hmm. All right, Wiki. Let's see what you got. <laughs> uh, he uh, Blue Shogun. Okay, okay. Oh Jesus! F- fucking alias on there on the wiki. Thank you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blue Shogun anime name General Blue manga name General Blue alias. Flaming Homo by Krillin. <laughs> thank, thank you, Wiki. Oh God! Never glad, forget, yeah. fucking drag him. <laughs> drag him, him. Ballsy. Drag <laughs> him, Ballsy. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Fuck. Okay, this is good. Uh, we begin with episode fifty-eight, the land of Corin. Japanese title roughly translates to the sacred yet ominous land of Karin. Or Karen. Mm. I would like to speak to your manager. Mm. I'm going Karin on this one. Yeah. I would like to speak to your Karin. <laughs> <laughs> He's upstairs. Way upstairs. Uh, the episode begins with the hot, hot desert sun. General Blue is here riding a horse with no name, and by horse I mean camel. Uh, and a tiny pink parasol. I love his little parasol. <laughs> Where'd he get that? Very, very whimsical. Yeah, I don't know. Or the who camel. Who'd he kill to get those things? I don't, yeah. Who did he run in? He ran into the only other person in that desert who had to use the phone. <laughs> Back at Red Ribbon HQ, uh, Commander Red is being an absolute pool shark over here. What? Uh, what were we supposed to get from this? Uh, <laughs> is this so to be like fully in control? He's in control feel, of the game. I feel like that has to be it, right? Because he sinks like a bunch of balls into pockets, but then like he almost scratches, like he almost gets the cue mm-hmm. ball out into a pocket, but like right. it's just on the edge. Also, completely, completely uh, uh, unrealistic that his cat thing doesn't just like. Immediately bop in. it in. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love I love this is this is a dumb tangent. I love when, when characters in media play pool in different ways to show how in control of a situation they are they are. <laughs> Such as in an extremely goofy movie where the villain playing pool um hears some bad news and gets so frustrated as he makes the shot that his pool cue fucking 
Brit like goes into the pool table like under the felt and back oh, up. Oh yeah, he cuts through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually kind of neat. Mm -hmm. Pool always makes me think of uh, the special Donald in Math Magic Land, uh, which oh. was delightful, and I watched it many times as a child. And there's a section <laughs> on pool where they teach you how math is important because you learn all the angles and everything oh. that makes you better at pool. Simple geometry. Mm-hmm. It is true. Oh, that's what we're supposed to gain from this. Red is really good at math. Mm -hmm. Oh. He's the opposite of Goku. He's the natural mm -hmm. enemy. <gasps> He's Goku's opposite. Mm -hmm. His first true foil. <laughs> uh, Staff Officer Black appears and reports that Goku is traveling west, uh, quote, right into the hands of Captain Yellow. Unfortunately, Yellow has yet to locate a Dragon Ball of his own, uh, mm -hmm. much to Red's chagrin. I'll be real with you guys. When he said that line, I was like, "Wait, there's like there's a Captain Yellow." Same. I don't. I, I don't remember a Captain Yellow. Also, Me neither. And he's he's very distinctive. Like, yeah, it's 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 just that he leaves such a small impact. He on has the story. no screen he's, time, and he's he way more not going to be here long, like ladies blue. and gentlemen. Do you think white. that's why? Do you think that's why the dub demoted him? Oh, just wait, wait, wait! Did he have a different? He's in the Japanese. And... He's Colonel. <gasps> oh, oh, interesting. Or did they do that because they didn't want to get sued by the by Hasbro for for a clue? Oh, Colonel Mustard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. We cut to a scenic volcano. And a nearby excavation team just digging through the dirt. And uh, we meet uh, Captain Yellow, who is a tiger man with mm. this sort of, like, World War One like, plane pilot, Red Baron pizza-looking-ass kind of fit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's got a fun look. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. cool. Like, it's, it's a tiger with, like, a leather pilot cap. Like, what's not to love? Yeah, and and we later find out that he flies a little like biplane, and I'm like, fuck yes, yeah. <laughs> he's he's absolutely kind of the the kind of design where if I saw him in a background shot, I would point at him, and go, I want to know more about this guy. Mm -hmm. But now that he's like actually an active player, I'm like, all right, we can know a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> he's, they're they're giving you too much, <laughs> too much Capnella. Yellow says his men have been digging for days with no results, but he gets a call on the radio that they have found a Dragon Ball. It is apparently on the inside of the volcanic crater, uh, hanging out just above the bubbling lava. We cut to a lush jungle scene with a massive stone tower shooting up into the sky in the far distance. And the music really, like, sells this thing. Yeah. Is just uh, Im impossibly huge. It's it feels larger than life. Yeah, because it's it shooting should. up into the sky like so far that it sort of like bends into the horizon, you know. Yeah. We cut uh, to at the base of the tower. We meet Bora and Upa, uh, the anime Native Americans that we met very, very, very briefly in Z. Um, oh. So oh, hi, yeah, you did. Hi guys. I te we technically met Upa in Z. Yeah, I mm. love these two. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Even though they're absolutely stereotypes. Yeah. They're handled with a sense of integrity. It's in that, like... Yeah. It's in that way that, like, a lot of anime and Japanese games at the time, like, presented that sort of, like, stalwart, stoic um, stereotype. A very, like, T-Hawk from Street Fighter. Do you know what I mean? Very solemn. Uh Um, So Bora is the dad and Upa is the kid. And Upa's just this... Just this cute little, like, cutie doll. He's adorable. He's, he's got a little I buttons for eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and it is it is funny to note that in Z, he has the exact same, like, babyish face, but just on, like, a on like an absurdly buff bod for no reason. Because he's grown <laughs> older. And it's very funny. Yes. And uh, when he shows up in, a, in again in GT, he's got just normal Dragon Ball Z eyes. Aww. Oh, Lame. that guy. Okay. Uh, Upa wants to catch all the fish in the ocean. Uh, Bora, the more patient parent, uh, spears a fish from the river only for it to be devoured by a massive anime tuna. <laughs> this is this is the uh, this is the giant anime fish that's always around Mount Pauzu that Goku seems to bring home a ton of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how uh, it's Goku's natural prey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the the wiki just calls them giant fish, but I do like how um, Dragon Ball Abridged refers to them as Pauzu Tuna. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Bora gives the the massive fish the song Goku special and just punches the shit out of it. Upa, Upa cries um, in fear because the fish was, like, coming at them. But Bora's not worried because they are both under the watchful eye of, quote, the Guardian. And they both uh, look on to the massive tower. It is, it's a, he says God in Japanese. Uh, like, a God. Our God. That makes oh. sense. That kind of thing. A Guardian. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I'm guessing, at th- <laughs> I'm guessing at this point in time, Toriyama was like, uh, Korin is is god corin is god and i and, and later we're going to meet literally satan and then also <laughs> the devil so don't worry about it <laughs> uh, a helicopter meanwhile has shown up to try and fish the dragon ball from the volcano and this guy in the this sort of like protective heat suit is lowered down and just as he grabs it oh the volcano erupts rip oops oh, no that's what's gonna happen. That's what mm-hmm. volcanoes do. Mm-hmm. You can't be digging that close to a volcano. That's just asking for trouble. Yeah. I mean, I don't. But, I'm no geologist. Whatever. I don't want to victim that, blame the volcanologist. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just seems like that. Yeah. Yeah. The helicopter is fully consumed as the Red Ribbon Army collectively hits the bricks and evacuates. Uh, turns out that this volcano, this volcano, turns mm-hmm. out this volcano known as Mount Kana, is near Bora and Upa's settlement, and the eruption has sent molten rocks tumbling their way. Cool. <laughs> Bora shields Upa with his massive body, taking some volcanic rocks to the back, like a champ. Fucking yeah. Now, uh, while the Red Ribbon Army flies away, and. Um, we actually see that Captain Yellow, he's, he's in a little yellow biplane. 
Yellow radios into headquarters to find that the ball has traveled five miles west. Um, the eruption ceases, uh, thankfully not burning down the forest with all the hundreds of glowing hot rocks now in it. And uh, we get uh, a scene of Bora and Upa looking around. And Upa finds that one of the rocks that landed nearby is <gasps> a dragon ball <gasps> with four stars. Oh, no. That's the, the one Goku's trying to get. It's also very hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, neither Bora nor Upa have seen this before at all. Yellow and his platoon fly over the jungle and prepare to set up camp near Bora and Upa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Yellow and his goons disembark and immediately start harassing Bora and Upa. Uh, they intend to set up camp here and eventually put Bora to work searching for the Dragon Ball. Uh, Bora is obviously not interested in this. Um, and eventually, Yellow and Yellow immediately uh, escalates to pointing guns. <laughs> and after commercial, Yellow finally recognizes that... Uh, the Dragon Ball he's been looking for has been in Bora's hand this whole time. Mm. And, uh, thus, and demands it. Uh, ooh, uh, bonus bucket racism in the dub only. Um, because, uh, uh Yellow calls Bora, quote, a painted peasant. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Gross. Uh, Yellow's crew light Bora up with bullets, but Bora is, in fact built different <laughs> as they do nothing cool. yeah. um, <laughs> they, they they just like he basically does a, a gangster movie style like get them boys and just like lights them up yeah it goes on for like a good like 10 seconds I want to say mm-hmm. Bora doesn't really care about the dragon ball but he says that he is here to protect the sacred land um, he says that the guardian of his people was born here and that this tower was built to honor him and he lives on today at the very top of the tower. One of the Red Ribbon goons tries to toss a grenade at Bora and is quickly greeted with a spear through the chest as the grenade goes off by his feet. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the first indication of like, oh shit, we're serious now. <laughs> Bora... Has not fucked around a day in his life. No, and it he's shows. not capable. Legally incapable of fucking around. <laughs> I do. I kind. It makes me wonder how far he would have gotten the world tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yellow calls for more bullets. Um, somehow, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe they'll work this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said they wouldn't work, but you know, he could be lying. Yeah, you can't just believe your opponent like that. And maybe you just like you're chipping away at it. Yeah, we just got it. It's war. It's of his overshield. Yeah, we, yeah. We gotta get a super armor down. <laughs> uh, Goku, meanwhile, has picked up a signal on the dragon radar, and uh, notably that the Dragon Ball has stopped moving. That's weird. Hmm. hmm. Probably good for though, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, Bora trounces everyone in sight, uh, save for Captain Yellow, who goes flying off in his little plane in a panic. (laughs) 
Oh no, it was hard. Oh, oh shit. I just figured it out. What? I was sitting here wondering, like, I wonder if there's, like, some sort of thing to, like, why is the, the tiger general, why is his gimmick flying? Flying tigers. Flying tigers? Flying is tigers. Like... It's the thing from, from Toriyama's favorite thing in the world, World War Two. Oh. They're, they're fighter, they're, they're, if you've ever seen planes with, like, the the mouth drawn on the side with, mm. like, fangs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are the flying tigers. Hmm. Oh. That makes sense. That's fun. Thank you, trivia. Oh, also, uh, trivia section of the wiki specifies uh, a parody of uh, of Claire L. Chenault's Flying Tigers. Sorry for mispronunciation. A group of American mercenary fighter pilots that helped the Chinese Nationalist Army fend off the Japanese invaders during WW2. Huh. Hmm. Cool. History. Yeah. Toriyama really <laughs> loves World War II, you guys. <laughs> he he does. He loves he loves a tank and he loves a plane. <laughs> uh, Bora heads off to dispose of the bodies and helicopter parts. And uh, Yellow Radio is <laughs> just just the shot of him dumping helicopters like he's Kazuya on the <laughs> cliff. <laughs> he does He's not gonna need those anymore. Dusts off his hands like <laughs> it. It feels softer in the uh, in the Japanese version, where like in the English he's like, "I'm going to dispose of these," and in the Japanese he does say he's going to bury them. Oh, interesting. So like, because I feel like the... there's a little bit of respect there, I guess. Yeah, they deserve a proper burial. Sure, yeah, sure. We're going to see a very improper burial not long from now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We'll get to it. Um, our yellow radio's in back to headquarters to explain the situation. Uh, Commander uh, Red snags the phone from Black in a rage and demands that Yellow either retrieve that Dragon Ball within the hour or Red will be forced to send in Mercenary Tau. <gasps> Or also known as Tao Pai Pai. Tao Pai Pai. Tao Pai Pai. <laughs> Which, um, I'll, we'll get to his name in a bit, but uh, everyone is freaked out at this nuclear option, but red means business. <laughs> it's, it kind of, I don't know if you're familiar with the Monty Python bit, but it, it, it gave me the, the comfy chair. The comfy mm. chair, not the comfy chair. Right, right. Like anything but that. <laughs> anything but the comfy chair. Uh, Yellow complies, planning to use Upa as a hostage to get the Dragon Ball. Uh, we cut to Upa, who's cooking up that massive anime fish. <laughs> and Yellow manages to sneak up behind him in a plane, mind you. Uh huh. By he, cutting he the, engine the engine and gliding through the trees. I mean, it made sense to be. It's... It did make sense, but it's just very funny. Yeah, I, I don't like be, I don't like the thought of being snuck up on by a plane. Right, that's fair. But I mean, that uh, is he... like it's it's not like in some cartoons where you cut the engine and like plummet like a rock. Right, <laughs> like that's not how planes. <laughs> like work. it's fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, <laughs> like they just they, they just turn into gliders. Yeah. yeah. Very so, heavy gliders. Very mm -hmm. heavy. So Yellow manages to sneak up and scoop the Upa, 
and heads out. <laughs> you have that planned? That yeah, how long do you have that planned? <laughs> uh, it wasn't in my notes, so that's relatively off the dome. Oh, dang. Definitely feels like a shower thought. Mm, mm. Uh, Yellow finds Bora below, and they attempt to negotiate a hostage trade-off while Yellow is flying circles around him in a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very ball. funny. It's throw the dragon ball. Throw the dragon ball up. No, you come down and get it. No, I'm not doing that. You <laughs> You'd kill me. I, I am a man of honor. I will not go back on my word. Red spies on the on their massive red ribbon radar that Goku is on his way. Uh, Goku swoops on in to the biplane and recognizes that red ribbon branding. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it's on site after that. On mm-hmm. site. <laughs> he punches out yellow and saves Upa with the Nimbus before the plane crashes in a fiery explosion. Thankfully, Upa is pure of heart. Yes. He's a he's Which, a good boy. I could have told you that just from you know just by looking at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red decides it is time to send in a professional. Hmm. Um, at the base of the tower, uh, Bora thanks Goku for saving his son. Uh, Goku finally finds the Dragon Ball in his hand in Bora's hands. <laughs> he counts the stars one by one. One by one. <laughs> like a true Saiyan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the Gohan Ball. Hey. He finally found it. Yay! He found Grandpa. <laughs> and I love Bora just being like, what the fuck is so special about these things? Why does everybody want him so bad? Mean the fuck while. Uh-huh. Welcome back, General Blue. He shows up at the Red Ribbon base. <laughs> the goons at the front gate don't recognize him without his, I guess, shirt. And they get pummeled in, in retaliation. Yeah, in their defense, he is not wearing a Red Ribbon. That's true. I don't see a single That's one true. on him. So how you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though he he does rightfully say like failing to recognize your commander officer is about as low as you can get. Mm-hmm. Just before the episode ends, we meet uh, Tao Pai Pai, the one and only, uh, dressed in a sort of a long, plo- like flowing pink, like a uh, Chinese long coat or Changshan, mm-hmm. um, and he's got a very thin mustache and a stern face. Um, and a long braided ponytail with like a little red bow. Yeah. Um, the kanji on his coat reads is kill. And we don't see it until the beginning of next episode, but the back of his coat says, kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So great. I love him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Any final thoughts on, um, on, uh, episode 58? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot more of Mercedes Tao, but I love this guy so. Much. I love this guy. This Probably dude rocks. one of my favorite Dragon Ball bad guys. Because mm. not only do I love I love his demeanor, I love I love an assassin, an assassin that's actually good at assassination, not like Ninja yeah. Murasaki, who's a fucking buffoon all right. through and through. Right, right. Um, Which it's surprising to like. It's a little jarring to finally get to, like, somebody who's good at their job. <laughs> right? <laughs> An actual mm. threat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my God. It's here. Finally. <laughs> I, 
I also just love how much his his design is like a, a throwback to like the kung fu villains of the like the movies that inspired Dragon Ball to begin with. Yeah, fully like Hong Kong action flick. Like this is like this is like the assassin from the enemy dojo that's sent to kill our main character yeah, halfway and, through. And he killed your master and you you gotta get revenge. On the stone steps. <laughs> and also uh his naming convention technically fits within the red ribbon naming conventions even though he's not a member of the army oh really yeah uh tau pai pai uh, vaguely translates to peach white white yeah um which i think is just very cute that he's got like these sort of like soft soft white um colors and like a pink long coat and he's literally the stonest, coldest motherfucker that has walked this earth. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's let's uh, let's learn a little bit more about him in episode fifty-nine, the notorious mercenary. The Japanese title roughly translates to "He's here, the world's greatest assassin, Tal Pai Pai." Whoa. Uh. We pick up where we left off with a blue waltzing in shirtless into Red Ribbon headquarters, harassing guards as he goes. Meanwhile, Tao is is talking is negotiating his rate with Commander Red, he, <laughs> and he is this man is all business. Let me tell uh-huh. you, he says that the the going rate is ten billion zenny ahead, but. Since he's holding a 20th anniversary sale, all assassinations are half price. For a limited time only, you get a quality slaying at a bargain price. All services are 50% off. <laughs> you heard right. A measly 5 billion zenny. That's reasonable. <laughs> you know, inflation's, inflation's a bitch. Uh, it really is. Did you flip over Japanese? No. It's only 100 million. <laughs> Only a hundred million? Instead of ten billion, it's a hundred million, and then it goes down to fifty million. Why'd they bump it up by such an order of magnitude in the damn? English mercenary tau is is highballing like a motherfucker. Damn. Don't they (laughs) I feel like they do that as well in um because I feel like like English snake way is longer than Japanese snake way, if I remember. I'd have I'd have to go look it up, but I feel I feel like the dub has this thing of like taking whatever number is there and just, like, just giving it a little mm, little boop. Just add a zero or two. Yeah, or two. You know. Three. Who's counting? Not Goku, for sure. He literally yeah, can't. Because a kilometer a kilometer is more than a mile, but every time they gave a number in kilometers in the Japanese, the English gave a bigger number in miles. Huh. That so, like, is, if somebody yeah. would say, like, the Dragon Ball's three kilometers away, the dub would say, it's five miles away. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it could be the kind of thing where, like, it fits lip-flap better. Maybe. Like, the infamous 9,000 thing. But, but also, like, who's really paying that much attention to the lip-flap <laughs> in Us. dub Dragon Ball? Like... <laughs> Yeah. The people in this room. <laughs> people who make the wikis. <laughs> and the people who read the wikis to talk on a podcast about them. 
but um, if I remember right, Funimation is be- based in Texas. Yes. And everything is bigger in Texas. That's You're true. Right. That's a good point. I believe specifically they're in Plano. Oh, really? I think so. This negotiation is interrupted by Blue barging in. Uh, he gets chewed out by Red for failing to get the Dragon Ball, but he produces the stolen Dragon Radar. Which is Something. nice, but not the assignment. It, that's yeah. true. Red states that he does not tolerate excuses or failure, but he is willing to spare Blue's life if he defeats Mercenary Tao in combat. Uh, Blue, <laughs> having very little self-preservation left at this point, agrees. <laughs> and Tao says it's going to cost you extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't kill for free. <laughs> it's good for you. Good for you. Know your yeah, worth. Never work yes, for free. know your worth. Listen, he ain't doing it for exposure. That's for damn sure. <laughs> He's got plenty next, of that, apparently. Next time mm-hmm. somebody unionizes, I want to see Tao Pai Pai's uh, face on some signs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking his tongue out. <laughs> as a threat. Oh, God. Um, and it, it is. Mm-hmm. Um... Back at the tower, uh, Goku explains the Dragon Ball lore to Bora and Upa, and and how he only he doesn't really care about the wishes. He just wants the four star ball for sentimental reasons. Um, oh, you do not have greed in your heart. Mm. <laughs> this activates Bora. <laughs> You're a good boy, in fact. <laughs> uh, Bora, meanwhile, explains the lore of the tower. Uh, turns out it's called Korin Tower. And the legend has it that if anyone is strong to strong enough to climb the tower, he will find the guardian or god waiting there. Of your own strength, no cheating. Yes, no, no yeah. cheating with the nimbus. Sorry. <laughs> and we get a montage of uh, some like Dragon Quest-looking warrior guy climbing the tower and being greeted by God, like an old guy with a beard, just chilling mm-hmm. with a at the top. <laughs> yeah. The court is presumably just old bald man long beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I want to talk about this this nameless hero guy. Because mm-hmm. his outfit, uh, if you play Dragon Ball Legends, or if you're familiar with Dragon Ball Super, which I know neither of you are. Nope. Um, <laughs> um, his outfit is very reminiscent of the the New Age Saiyans. Uh, oh, specifically, you know what? Charlotte and Kappa. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I was Shallot kind of interested. more than Kappa, but... I'm kind of interested in these New Age Saiyans. They're unique to Super, and I think... Isn't the whole deal... Spoilers for Super, I guess. Isn't the whole deal with them, like, they're... They're Saiyans, but, like, from a different universe where, like, they weren't, like, uh, like a correct. super hostile warrior tribe or something. Frieza okay. isn't, isn't a factor okay. in that universe. No, no Frieza here. That makes right. sense. I like Therefore, that armor. I like Kava's I like yeah. armor. It's very, like, um, very, like, Roman glatorial kind of. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently in a world where they weren't subjugated, they just became, like, basically Spartans. Oh, I'm down with that. Super Spartan 3. <laughs> it's just kind of fascinating that, like, this obscure little moment in Dragon Ball is where that that inspiration kind of blossomed from. 
it definitely looks it. It's got that vibe, especially mm-hmm. especially around when, like the the middle bit with the belt and the mm-hmm. like battle skirt, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that uh, if you climb up to the top, the guardian will give you some cold water to drink that will make you super duper strong. <laughs> Um, Bora tried to climb the tower once when he was young, and uh, Upa remembers a legend of someone who actually did make it, but it, yeah, Bora says it's just a myth. Hmm. I, hmm. It, it, I wonder if we'll almost... ever get to meet who, the person who made it. In, in the uh, Japanese, it's... Uh, he doesn't say it's a myth, he just says, like, no one... Like, no one could corroborate it. Like, there's no... Oh. We don't know. We don't know if it's We don't know for not. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so there was just nobody working the shift that day? Yeah, I yeah. guess. No one was on tower duty. <laughs> I think the person just didn't didn't like the person that got up there, and so they just chose <laughs> to be like... I mean, I can't say for certain that they made it to the top. <laughs> So we're just not gonna put it in the records. We didn't. We didn't have to. We didn't have to bury him when he came back down very fast. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, we cut back to Blue and Tao staring each other down. Uh, Tao explaining that uh, this is not a fucking free sample. This is gonna cost you. Blue is feeling very cocky, but Tao explains that he is not even going to use his hands, nor his feet to fight. He's just going to use his tongue. I'm going my tongue. <laughs> we get several very long pregnant pauses of silence uh, before the fight begins. Blue comes in swinging and flailing, but Tao dodges each blow effortlessly. And then Blue even does his spooky glowy eye trick, but it doesn't seem to work. <gasps> yeah. Why? Because he's that good. Because <laughs> he's strong. Mm-hmm. Blue rushes back in, but Tao dodges to the side and comes back with a fatal tongue poke to the side of Blue's skull. Yeah. Uh, we're also greeted with images of... M- <laughs> <laughs> we also get images of mirror shattering and like a bruised dent in the side yeah. of Blue's head as he falls over dead. That's pretty gruesome. This is a very yeah. gross indention. Because he's not dead immediately. He's just like, ah! And then falls over. Uh-huh. And, um, Tao gives us this fucking line. I'd say you've got that problem licked. Then <laughs> he, look, he licks his lips like a cat. Oh, he's, he's got a sense of humor, too. Mm-hmm. Red and black are flabbergasted. Uh, but Tao is, again, this man is all business. He demands to know about the real target so he can fucking get on with it. <laughs> Time's got is money. shit to do. Mm-hmm. Time's money, and I want a lot of it. <laughs> At least a billion. After commercial, Tao is handled the is handed the signature Goku Polaroid that seems to make its way into every bad guy's hands this arc. <laughs> it's the only um, one they got, okay? Yep. Uh, Red debriefs Tao, 
kill the kid, and bring back the four Dragon Balls that he's holding. It's very important. Four Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the tail goes, oh, you want me to retrieve some stuff too? It's gonna be extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, if I have to kill other people, it's gonna be more. Just keeps on adding fees. Yeah, yeah he says like... additional killings are twice the price. Because they're like, yeah, if you see anybody else, you can just murder them too. Twice the price, though. Damn. That's... He really you... he really gets you in with that half-off sale, and then he strong-arms you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Got the okay. Red Ribbon Army over a barrel. <laughs> it's okay. Apparently, they're fucking loaded because they just yeah. like don't really sweat at that. There's, like, that initial, like, sticker shock, but then everything after that is, like, yeah, 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 fine. (laughs) Which kind of made me wonder if they think they're going to kill him when he's done instead of paying him. I don't know. This seems like something they would try. Yeah, because they became Mm -hmm. so okay with the price point. Yeah, that's a good point. Like... I was like, these are the clients that are not gonna pay you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna have to send some follow-up invoices to the to these yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, Tao confirms that the land of Corin is fourteen hundred miles northeast. And and in lieu of taking a red ribbon plane there Which would be too slow. Tao opts for his his own transportation. <laughs> you guys, it's time. Fucking wild. I love it. I, I've known about this scene since, like, before I even, like, watched that much Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's iconic. It's the Tau Pai Pai pillar scene. Let's fucking go. <laughs> he eyes one of the nearby pillars, gives it a poke at the top of it and the base of it to pop it out. And he fucking hurls it into the air like a, like a big caber toss. Uh, jumping ahead to surf on it into the far distance. And he says, I'll be back in 30. <laughs> this shit is so iconic that it became like a little DLC thing in DBC Kakarot. <laughs> it's also in Xenoverse 2. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> a game where you could just fly around. Yeah. Like, you could just fly. You don't need a vehicle to ride on. But they put but... the mechanic in there. But what they, a pi- what a pillar! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we could ride the pillar. But we could just ride the pillar, though. They is don't. The thing. Let me just to like clarify that you don't get the option to ride on like one of the capsule corp devices, like one of the like countless cool planes that are in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. But you know what you do. But get. you do get the pillar. <laughs> you do get. A, you do get a pillar. <laughs> As stated, the pillar is faster than the plane. <laughs> it's faster. Let it's, me tell you. It's yeah. It's just faster. And we just get that really iconic scene of like Tao Pai Pai kind of like sitting, like like standing up with his hands behind his back on mm-hmm. the pillar, mm-hmm. just his braid just like whipping in the wind behind him, and it looks just yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. cool. Love this guy. Give me more. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Um, at the base of the tower, Goku is having a nice a nice stew with Bora and Upa. Uh, Upa tossing in like 37 bay leaves into the pot. <laughs> Delicious. Yum, <laughs> leaves! Goku slurps up the yummy green stew and observes the pair 
carving and sharpening their weapons, living off the land. It's a it's it's kindred folk for him. Yeah. Yeah. This is back to Goku's roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goku is excited to try and climb the pillar, but Bora says that many have tried in fa- and failed. Because it takes several days to climb, and a lot of people run out of food first, and then get too weak and fall off. But maybe they should just climb faster. Maybe just <laughs> just do better. Get good, scrub. Get good. <laughs> Truly get good. Also, planes <laughs> tend to run out of fuel before they even see the top of the thing, so this thing is way up there. Yeah, about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember all those scenes in Dragon Ball Z where, like, Bulma just flies up to Kami's lookout? Yes. Yes, I do. So, so we're lying, then. Well, think of it this way. Bulma flies up to Kami's lookout. <laughs> because Bulma is built uh-huh. different. Mm-hmm. You know what? Bulma is actually built different. You're yeah, right. You're that right is that. the thing. <laughs> I want an alternate version of this where Bulma just decides to go up to <laughs> to Kami's lookout or Quartz Tower. I mean, mm-hmm. just not even actually for the the water, just just to see their reactions to that. For the longest time, I didn't fully understand the geographical connection between Quartz Tower and Kami's lookout. They are technically not connected to each other, right? But for the longest time, I thought they were, like, Korn's Tower just led to, like, led into Kamu. Like, it was the same, like, thin spire, basically. Mm. But no, there's, like, a long ladder up the lookout that leads down and eventually, like, mm-hmm. like it, Kam- Kami's lookout is, like, is just directly above Korn's Tower, but they're not connected. Right, right. Yeah. It's like a, a jumping off point, maybe literally. Maybe literally. Okay. Uh, Upa spots the approaching pillar in the distance um, as Tao slams into the into the settlement with reckless abandon. Um, and that's where this guy fucking says, pleased to kill you. <laughs> what an intro. I love this guy so much, Do you so think he says team? that to everyone? <laughs> this guy fucking whips. <laughs> he really enjoys his work. He does. Yeah. It you, it's you need to love what you do. What is it they say that if you if you make your passion your job you never work a day in your life or whatever? Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're wrong. If you make your passion your job, you need to make sure you have another hobby because mm-hmm. you're going to assume you you're going to grow to hate that one. Mhm. Mhm. That's when you that's when you find another hobby to do on nights and weekends then and eventually monetize. <laughs> like I don't know, podcasting. <laughs> or soap or you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Maybe Twitch, maybe Twitch streams, who knows? It could uh, could be many things. Uh, let's <laughs> let's turn away from the darkness though and focus <laughs> on Bora. Mm. Uh, you mean like Bora like, like Taz does? Uh, yeah! Bora puts himself between Tao and Goku, vowing to protect this land. Uh, Tao does an afterimage technique and grabs Bora's spear, barely holding on to it with his thumb and forefinger, and yet Bora is unable to wrest it free. Tao tosses Bora high into the air with a flick of his wrist, before sending that very same spear up to greet Bora on the way down. 
Oof. Goku calls the Nimbus, but he is far too late as the spear impales Bora right through the heart. He's so... Peace. It's so fast and gruesome. It mm -hmm. is like, it is like nothing. Like, it, he yeah. just does it. Like he there's... even taunts him, but while he's doing it, he's like, here's your spear back. Here's your spear. Whoop! I, that's what I love about him. Like, he's definitely the opposite of, like, the Red Ribbon Army's, like, show of force. Their bravado, their their speeches and monologues. Uh -huh. Like, he, he'll he throw in a joke or two, but, like, he's here to just kind of get shit done and get people killed. He's like, man, <laughs> boop, boop, dead. I... I get the feeling when a Toriyama's editors was came to him and said, "All right, the Red Ribbon Army doesn't really feel like a threat. You need you need mm -hmm. to amp it up." Yeah, this man is fucking optimized for DPS. <laughs> <laughs> he is ready for the raid, and this episode ends with Goku thoroughly cheesed at all this and rushing at Tao with all his might, and they both turn into paintings. Ah, Whoa. watercolor. Any final thoughts on episode 59? I I did like the uh, in the dub um, when Blue is getting chewed out for uh, not having killed Goku and his response is, but he's tricky! <laughs> <laughs> but he's hard! Uh... <laughs> there was this robot girl... And she was, and she was also really strong. And she chased me with poop on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> she bounced yeah. me like I was a soccer ball. I realized, um, I was, I was watching these episodes with Theo a couple days ago, and I realized where I had actually seen Tao Pai Pai from before all this. Oh. And I had a VHS copy of uh, Dragon Ball Z, the mystical, or Dragon Ball: The Mystical Adventure. The weird, like, non-canon reimagining where, like, Chaozu is a tiny emperor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was my first uh, introduction <laughs> to the original <laughs> Dragon Ball characters. And it has a random cameo where Tao Pai Pai runs into Arale. Uh-huh. And, and the Gachons. And I was like... And I was, like, you know, 10 when I saw this VHS, having yeah, only yeah. watched DBZ being a Toonami kid. And I was like... And he takes the General fuck Blue's is place any of this? in that part, if I remember right, right? What is any of this? <laughs> Why is... Who's this tiny Bulma with purple hair and running around? <laughs> um, episode 60 is Tao Attacks. Japanese title roughly translates to A Battle! The Kamehameha versus the Dodonpa. Pa! <laughs> Fucking cool. Oh, we'll get into yeah. it. Oh, we'll get into it. Do it with um, the Dodonpa. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, the episode begins with Goku rushing in. Uh, Tao dodges and counters with a standing heavy, uh, causing a wall bounce. Or in this case, a tower bounce as Goku <laughs> fucking gets thrown against Korin Tower. Goku rushes back in and gets fucking smacked to the ground by Tao's braid. Yeah. Disrespectful, yeah. and I love it. I, yeah, what a great shot. It's so mean. It smacks yeah. of, like, um... You remember how, like, Raditz, like, unfurled his tail belt and just, Ooh, like, yeah. flicked it once and sent Krillin through the fucking wall of Kame mm -hmm. House? Like, it's mm -hmm. that show of force. I love mm -hmm. 
it's it's also kind of like a, a like a disrespectful kind of uh, maneuver that you see in kung fu movies where like mm-hmm. a, a guy has a braid and they'll do like a flourish and then like smack the good guy in the face with this braid just like a as like a <laughs> like you don't you don't even deserve to to catch these hands you can catch this hair <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Goku keeps trying to kick and grab at Tao's leggies, but Tao always keeps dodging at the last frame. Tao eventually pins Goku's feet under his own, uh, catching both of Goku's flying fists in his own hands. Tao cracks his neck menacingly and rears back before delivering the classic mercenary Tao headbutt at Goku. <laughs> Oh no, a headbutt more powerful than Goku's. He can't take that headbutt! <laughs> uh, before he hurdles Goku at the tower. <laughs> um, much to Tao's surprise, Goku manages to struggle to his feet. And it is time to pull out the big guns. <laughs> Goku prepares himself a big ol' Kamehameha and sends it flying at Tao, who does not dodge it. No. He takes that shit head on. Yes. Tao is a little singed, but otherwise unharmed, more angry that all his clothes are burned off. Uh, Tao reacts with his own beam, the dreaded Dodon Ray, or Dodon Pa, shot from the tip of his index finger, blasting Goku into a stunned concussion, hitting him square in the chest. Zero ceremony. Like, it's just reaction. Boom. And I always, I still have this theory. I think I love the visual language of a Kamehameha versus a Dodonpa, where it's a hand beam versus a finger. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. When I think of finger beams, I'm thinking Frieza, and I'm thinking, like, the androids. And it's that sort of, like, narrow needle-like beam. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's a more sinister air to it. The Kamehameha piercing being more than a piercing, blast. Piercing, yes. Yeah. The blast feels more like concussive, like a fist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. more outward. And the the finger beam has this sort of like sinister assassin air to it, you know. And also, it it, ha- it commands that extra level of disrespect for it's like, oh, I only need to lift one finger to put you out. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. Uh, Tao assumes that Goku is dead, because he did hit him square on the heart. Uh-huh. So he grabs Goku's bag. He doesn't yeah. need to check. It's fine. No, he, he he unfortunately makes the fatal mistake of not double-tapping. <laughs> <laughs> Always double-tap a Goku. Always double-tap a Goku. Maybe triple-tap, because it is Goku. <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah. Mm. You're losing some stars on Yelp. <laughs> on murder Yelp. <laughs> um, the Goku, dark yelp. The d- dark yelp. <laughs> uh, Tao snags Goku's bag and the Dragon Balls inside, claiming he'll have to get some new clothes before heading back. And we get a good, like, uh, camera shot inside, and we see three Dragon Balls in that backpack. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess they were wrong. Yeah, anyway. I hate that I didn't think anything of that at first. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh no, he got all the Dragon Balls. No, yeah. he didn't get Grandpa. <laughs> Not the Grandpa. Um, Upa grabs a rock and hurls it at Tao, only for him to parry it back with a single puff of air, uh, clonking Upa in the noggin. That's very funny. <laughs> so sad, but also, yeah, very funny. Yeah. Uh, Tao tosses his pillar and sails away. A job well done. <laughs> Back at Red Ribbon HQ, Staff Officer Black notices that three of the Dragon Balls are on the move. One of the Dragon Balls is left behind. And what's more, the three that are moving are not moving back towards the base. They're going somewhere else. Hmm. This is why you should always watch your Uber drivers. Like on the mm-hmm. app. Mm-hmm. Are you taking me where I need to be going? No, I mean like on their way to you. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like they're they're making stops, they shouldn't be doing that. Interesting. I've I've never I've never ridden in an Uber. Oh. I've, in an Uber. I've, had, I've had to ride in quite a few in my life. I see. <laughs> it's always fun conversation though. Well, not always fun conversation. It's always interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word. Um my my boyfriend has to take a lot of Ubers to work, uh-huh. um, and some of and and he shares me some of uh, some of those stories. One of them was uh, the first time he ever got kicked out of an Uber. Um, oh, I haven't had that one yet. D- uh, neither has he up until that point, <laughs> um, where um, the <laughs> and I feel bad, but like it, it was basically like. He just got in. It was super normal, like a typical Uber ride to work, right? And then just out of nowhere, the driver pulls over, kicks Ben out, and says, uh, "I'm sorry, I'm just too nervous with like a stranger in the back of my car. I signed up for this today, and I'm and I'm quitting today. I can't do this." Oh. <laughs> she re- she reached her limit day one, and I'm like, "Aw, buddy." <laughs> That's totally me, though. Yeah, that would be me for sure. Um, Ben also had a story where the two things he remembers are, um, the driver going, you can vape in the back of my Uber if you want. Yeah. And him saying, hey, and him trying to sell Ben a Bitcoin. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. (laughs) That's fucking, that's like Gamer Lights aesthetic right there. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, we cut to a chill desert town. Uh, where the villagers look in terror and awe at the singed Tao as he saunters down the road. Some local drunkards try to sass Tao, but they sober up real quick when they realize who it is they are talking to. I have a question for you. What's your question? Mm-hmm. I have a question for you real quick. Do those drunkards, uh, they look familiar to you? Uh... Not really. And th- if I told you you've met these two gentlemen before, would you believe me? I mean, they're Toriyama background characters, so yeah. there is a good chance. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I just dropped an image in the... Yeah, Discord. some images in the chat. We've uh, It's the uh, it's the Orin monks. It's the mm-hmm. Orin monks. But they don't have Krillin's the forehead bullies. dots. Nope. Yeah, they, they don't have the... They don't have the forehead dots. This is true. But so maybe th- I, feel I like choose to definitely... believe it literally is them though. That's I can't. Mm-hmm. I my heart wants to believe they become like 
out of shape drunkos mm. and move to this desert town washed out up. of shame <laughs> maybe they could be maybe like not yanta doppelganger counterparts oh maybe you know I'm but here I for both of these theories. Yeah, I want the worst for these two, though, so... <laughs> I want them to fail. <laughs> Tao heads to the local, quote, Taylor, according to the background painting, and demands a custom garment made, even offering his own reference drawing. <laughs> I just you know, model sheet. Yeah. This model sheet, you know, when you commission someone, you gotta have a good model sheet. It's just, mm -hmm. it's the professional thing to do. It really is. I do love that he's smiling in his ref sheet. Yeah. It's got like little I love like the little like lines drawn to it, like there's like specs uh -huh. like to it. Like for the important details. Yeah. Make sure it says kill you on the back. <laughs> and it needs to be Sanskrit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh the tailor says it'll take ten days, but Tao, quote, negotiates him down to three. Mm -hmm. um, Tao, in the meantime, dons a long blue robe uh, known as a thob or tobe and uh, dials up Commander Red to explain the situation. Turns out uh, Tao only found three of the four Dragon Balls and assumes that the last one must be on Goku's body. And since Goku is already dead, Red, you might as well just send a guy over to get it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, confirmed. that's Red being like, okay, no, this is fine. This is a little bit less we have to pay, so just let <laughs> it slide. Just let it slide. Just, it just, it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. We can do it in-house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got Red Ribbon at home. Uh, Tao confirms that he will rendezvous with the Red Ribbon army in a few days. Um... After commercial, uh, we find that Upa has buried his father poorly and is getting ready to bury Goku as well in the same way. Ah, uh, this poor little child. Yeah. Now, when I say poorly, I am obviously not here to roast a fucking kindergartner, basically, <laughs> um, who is mourning his his father who just died this afternoon. Yeah. But I will say that um, he did not. He did not dig a hole into the ground to put his no. father in. He just kind of he just kind of piled the dirt on top. Yeah, it's and a then, big and 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 his dad's a big guy, so it's yeah. a big. So that's that's gonna take all day. Yeah. And he put a little stick in as a headstone. Aww. And that's that's the end of that. That's sad. That's, that's so and, it's so fucking heartbreaking though. Yeah, like. <laughs> We just met these guys. Yeah. And, um, uh, unfortunately, I guess not unfortunately, uh, Goku ain't dead. Yeah. Um, we find this out by a red ribbon copter approaching, looking for the four-star ball. Um, Upa running off to hide. Uh, the goon approaches and spots the four-star ball on Goku through a hole in Goku's shirt right where his heart is. Saved him. Grandpa he was saved, saved by him. that Bible in his coat. <laughs> <laughs> he was saved by that grandpa in his coat. He's mm -hmm. grandpa saved him. 
he makes to grab the Gohan, but is interrupted by Goku. Who lives? Does that cool, quick grab the wrist thing? I yeah. love the grab the wrist thing. It's like ah, ooh, jump scare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this joy is short-lived as the red ribbon uh, goon fires several rounds of buckshot at Upa and Goku, the latter of whom dives in front to protect Upa with his body. <laughs> He goes fucking ham with that shotgun. He is going <laughs> is fired left bonkers. and right. Literally, left and right. <laughs> Doesn't fire in front of him once. Um, I, I I don't believe spray and pray applies to shotguns, but it feels <laughs> like that's what's happening here. It's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If I was faced with, with the, 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 the person who has been single-handedly defeating my entire army and I'm the only yeah. one there. Yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for this guy, um, he is shooting bullets and those don't do anything to Goku. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Red Ribbon Soldier panics and speeds off in his helicopter. Um, the soldier radios in but is interrupted by Goku who fucking... Hops up and blasts his power pole through the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, fucking ripped that guy. Mm-hmm. Goku marvels at being saved by his grandpa, and he apologizes that he could not protect Bora. Hmm. And um, we get a we get a flashback with a very like weird like white vignette over the frame. Of scenes we literally just saw last episode of Bora <laughs> trouncing the Red Ribbon Army and carving a wooden figurine with Upa. I remember when I first met him 15 minutes ago. The good times. <laughs> I remember when he made me soup. Seems like it was only yesterday. <laughs> it was today. <laughs> Goku stares long and hard into the Gohan ball, looking for an answer of what he can do. Um, a light bulb goes off in Goku's head. He figures if he can collect the Dragon Balls, he can just wish Bora back to life. <gasps> Which is the first time we've heard Dragon yeah. Balls being able to do that. Yeah! And and now Goku gives a shit. Now Goku gives a shit. <laughs> now he actually has a reason to do this quest. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm glad for that. It's not going to be easy, however, because Tao does have three of them. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to defeat Tao. But he yeah. can't defeat Tao. He's not strong enough. <laughs> but Upa suggests that Goku could possibly climb Korin Tower and get that super strength water. If, oh. if, if indeed the legends be true. <laughs> <laughs> so Goku sets down his power pole fastens the Gohan to a pouch on his hip and starts his climb up the tower, scaling by leaps and bounds. I, I still feel like he should have tried the Nimbus. Maybe. Like, you're not losing anything if he doesn't make it all the way up. Yeah. Right. And you can at least gauge, you know, how far it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to a luxury hotel where Tao is staying. Uh, he answers the phone in a fluffy robe and slippers. <laughs> good for him I love this guy so much it's so fucking good uh, Red explains that uh, something is not adding up even a little bit Goku might be alive 
Um, Red demands Tao drop everything to investigate right away, but Tao reminds Red that he is not one of his fucking soldiers and cannot be ordered around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you are on payroll, though. No, I'm a contractor. contractor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read the fucking invoice, punk. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, Goku continues to crawl up the tower, balking at how fucking high this thing is going. Uh, he, at some point, he even loses his grip and falls, only being saved by his little tail grabbing the ledge. Phew. And we get a montage of Goku climbing and climbing and climbing. And Tao chilling out in his hotel while his clothes are being made. And Commander Red pacing around. Uh, the sun goes down, and Goku finds a little ledge on the tower to snooze. And um, as the sun <laughs> rises, Goku is having a very miserable time. But he is cheered on by visions of Upa and Chao, um, Upa and Tao, uh, either cheering him on or berating him, respectively. <laughs> And the episode ends with Goku continuing his arduous climb up Korin Tower. Does anyone have any final thoughts on uh, on episode 60 or any of the episodes this week? Goku is doing that that uh, scene from The Simpsons where Homer has a bunch of picture, pictures of... Um, mm. uh, fuck, oh, do, it, of, like, do it for her. Of Maggie. Yeah, the yeah. Do, yeah Maggie. Maggie. Except it's Oopa. Oopa. <laughs> Aww. Do it for him. <laughs> Do it for Uba. <laughs> the um, when Tao does his headbutt. Yeah. One of the drawing, like the drawing that they hold on in the windup, is like that face that you see when you're playing your Switch and the screen goes black. <laughs> it's the face staring the, back the, at the you. The switch grows yeah. black and fucking reads you for filth. Yes. Looking at, looking into the darkness. Uh-huh. Looking into the dark portal of dust and cat hair and smudges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am in love with this villain. I feel like we've been treated to, like, so many, like, mm-hmm. red ribbon buffoonery Mm-hmm. antics for so long and it's really refreshing to have a guy who's a threat yes yeah. and who yes. is who and who looks interesting he's got like a cool outfit and he's got a cool personality and uh, he's just fun yeah um i want to say i hope his passion for fashion doesn't fucking bite him in the ass <laughs> <laughs> i i want to say this this is our our first instance of like power scaling in Dragon Ball, like because mm. we we get introduced to him by way of him killing the previous strongest dude that we've seen. That's true. Mm. He shrugs off the bullets. He's super strong, and then Tao just comes in. I would agree with you because anytime Goku really meets a challenge in so far, it's usually like environmental, or it's like hunger. Yeah. Like if he if he ever really like takes an L, it's because he's not fighting at his best, right? Or in the case with Roshi, he's just slightly shorter than than Roshi. 
a slight short king, right? Yeah. And and in this instance, there wasn't really any indication that Goku was like tired or hungry. No, yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get a, a single like. Uh, he just, hit on he him. was just straight up outmatched. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's interesting. Before we sign off, um, how about a four star reading? Yes, please. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, I noticed that we have not read for General Blue all this time, and yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to read for him again. <laughs> um, so... A long-standing tradition of it also being an obituary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... <laughs> Rest in piss, won't be missed. Um, <clears throat> General Blue has a manga debut date of April 15th, 1986, which makes him an Aries. Also, April 15th is the day before Goku's birthday. Oh, so keep that on your calendars. So blue, here is what the stars have to say about you. You're known to be kind-hearted. Uh, however, yeah. being taken advantage of can happen as a result. It's important for you to trust your instincts to prevent this from happening. If what you hear doesn't match your feelings, trust your feelings. If you think you're being used, try to move past it. It would be a real shame if resentment permanently squelched your giving nature. Oh. <laughs> or your Oops. or your temple. <laughs> or your temple. I don't need to hear about temples being squelched. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you saw it. I did see it in fact. <laughs> and I did not like it. <laughs> I, I made an uh, I made a factual I made a clerical error last week hmm? uh, with the preview of tuning into next week. So I will I will correct myself this week by saying uh, tune in next time where we actually meet Whiskers the Wonder Cat. <laughs> I gave that preview last time because the episode was like the land of corn. It's like oh we're gonna meet corn. We don't uh, actually yeah. meet corn. No yeah. yeah. We just meet his tower. <laughs> yeah. Literally the land of Corrin. The mm-hmm. land. Yeah. I should have, you know, I should have paid more attention. We. Mm-hmm. It literally just says the land of Corrin. <laughs> <sighs> um, hey, Matt. Yeah. Whereabouts can we find you on the internet? Well, if you feel so inclined, you can find me over on uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Webtoons, under the username DefineProg. That's D-E-F-I-N-E-P-R-O-G. That's where I'm doing my Rock Zombie VTuber thing. Hell yeah. And Melissa? I'm at this very specific moment not doing a ton, but uh, that could change at any time. So be ready. I'm (laughs) Christia, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, on uh, your various socials and and whatnots. uh, And... If you like cute things, you can see my dogs at Super Golden Kara. Um, and they are very cute. Uh, you can watch me at twitch.tv slash jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S, where I stream whatever I want, whenever I want, usually in the <laughs> middle of the week towards the evenings if I have the time. But if you hit the follow bell, then you'll just, you know, you'll know whenever I'm live. It'll uh, tell J-Cavs- you. They'll just tell you for free. It's the promise of the modern world. <laughs> um, 
Jacobs also takes you to any and all socials media that I may or may not be paying any attention to at any given point. Boom. Boom. Um, if you'd like to email us, you can do so at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. And if you'd like to tweet at us, you can do so at uh, destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C, for as long as we have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. It's um, and, fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and at the uh, very top of the Twitter, you can find our pinned tweet, which is a link to our fan Discord page. The Destructo Discourse Discourse Discord. Uh, and we invite you to come on by and hang out with us and, and tell us your favorite Dragon Ball... Tell us your favorite Dragon Ball memorabilia that you would use to stop a stray bullet in, by having it in your coat pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All seven of my my replica, replica Dragon Balls. I choose my... I choose my... My steel-lined plush of Garlic Jr. <laughs> Not my two hundred dollars Sailor Moon wand, because that's staying on a shelf. <laughs> Fuck no, that's that that stays in the case. <laughs> my VHS copy of the world's strongest. Yeah, my yeah, my Oh, that was it. That would be it. It would be my VHS copy of Dead Zone stops the bullet. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Boom. Um if you could, please leave a rating and review on your podcast service of choice, and we specifically would love it if you could leave us a four-star rating for the Gohan. That's the one that he just got today. Just we just got, got it, but we need more. Life. <laughs> and now you can save ours, I, I guess? <laughs> I don't know. That's nothing. This has been Destructo Discourse, and we got some training to do. And climbing. We got some climbing. We got some fucking climbing to do. And I accept cash only.